Hey everyone, welcome to our bonus edition of Strange Indeed, dedicated to the great British baking show. This week we are covering Collection 11, Episode 9, Patisserie Week. Ooh, I like that little <laughs> flair, Wendy. <laughs> All right, well, the three of us are back this week for the semifinals. Yay! Fucking Patisserie Week! Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been so looking forward to Patisserie Week just because... Like the the detail and and like everything was fucking sweet and it mm-hmm. was like it was oh pastry yep no fucking flans no goddamn quiches no anything that's gonna taste like fucking Meat eggs. Uh, I, 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 last <laughs> week I was so sorry to have missed last week because like as soon as I started as I watched it I was like oh my god all of this savory stuff sounds amazing it did yeah right up your alley fucking those sausage those those sausage (laughs) rolls oh my god rima like sent me a message like i'm still thinking about those sausage (laughs) rolls (laughs) (laughs) where do we find one of those yes (laughs) yeah where do i find them or where the heck do i get those recipes because they didn't put uh on the uh Bake Off website, you know, they'll usually take one of the recipes from that week and they'll post it. And I was like, oh, I really hope they post one of those like sausage, you know, recipes. And no, they did not. They're probably saving that Uh, for the next cookbook. Yeah, I I wish that. That's what I Mm -hmm. thought. I wish that Josh's sausage roll, like like Josh's Mm -hmm. looked really bloody good. And it was, I mean, I was literally salivating 10 minutes into the episode. It was like, oh my God. Why am I watching this hungry? This is ridiculous. That's, you know, hey, that's a mistake, but Greg. We know we, better. We know, but I just, I could, <laughs> like, then I go to the fridge and I'm yep. like, oh, you know what? I could, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm just going to spend 10 minutes. I'm not going to spend any time cooking something. I'm just going to, I don't know, eat some crap because I know that I can't live up to the amazingness that I'm sure was in those rolls. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't measure up um, to those either. But, you know, we'll give it a try one day. Uh, okay. So let's talk about patisserie weeks. Here we are in the semifinals. We only had four bakers uh, this week. Uh, starting with the signature bake, they were tasked with creating 12 financiers. I hope I'm pronouncing that, that sounded right. sounded good. With these fancy, uh, you know, French, Italian. Very French. Pastry I would names. have said fin- uh, fin- financier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I don't recall having seen these before, but after so many seasons of you know this show, I, I could they could have very well had them. But these were some really lovely uh, small sponge cakes that they said are typically made with ground almonds with a crisp eggshell exterior and a moist interior, and they normally have two different flavor combinations. Uh, they did want something that was a little unusual. They, of course, were in the semifinals and it's patisserie week. Like you were saying, Greg, they have to be very highly decorated. They have to be perfect. And of course, they have to be full of flavor. So who wants to go first as far as what, what you thought about the signature bake and the baker's flavors? I will jump in because I loved the fact that everybody had very specifically almost countering tastes 
and from one to another. Mm -hmm. So they would have one that was like, I'm going to call it like more of a, I'm going to call it a dark flavor. Um, even if the, the cakes weren't in fact dark, um, but it'd be like the, the, the matcha or pistachio, um, or the tiramisu, um, or the hazelnut coffee, like a dark flavor. And then they had something countering it with like the mango lime, uh, mango lime coconut or the raspberry pistachio and, uh, the vanilla orange. And I think there's another, I think Josh's second one was a chocolate. I had, I needed to look up what Bakewell inspired was. I didn't, I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Um, but the, the chocolate orange versus the, um, like Josh kind of had two darker ones just in my head, not from any reality, but just what I would expect in my head. Um, but, uh, I loved the fact that they had such, uh, contrasting flavors and, and even contrasting types of flavors from a, a, a fruity citrusy one to a, uh, you know, a chocolate or a coffee or something like that. I, I was very impressed. Um, and I, the fact that the fact that Dan got a handshake, I don't, did he get it on the matcha or did he get it on the second one? I feel like he got it on the second one. It was the second one, but I, I think, wasn't sure if, if it was for the whole thing or yeah, it not. was the whole shebang. I was like, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, if you put matcha in there and, and, uh, and you got a handshake, uh-huh. that's goddamn impressive. Yeah. Excuse my language. Yeah, I think he probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten the handshake if they both weren't really good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, yeah. the one thing that I did notice that they kept that uh, a couple of them specifically suffered from was that uh, that they made the sponges a little bit too large in comparison to the cream, and uh, I, like I I think of these these financiers. It's funny because Paul and Prue and Noel all pronounced it differently. Uh, I believe that Paul said financier, uh, uh, and then Prue said she like didn't even say the last quarter of the word. It was like financier, and then uh, and then Noel said it with a little bit more than finan- it wasn't financier, but uh, it might have even included an R. I don't know, but uh, I was just like, man, that's I. What the hell did he say? All right, finance people. Those are those are bakes. All right, I guess. Um, it reminded me of like our equivalent was like a pound cake. Um, my mother in law used to make pound cakes that had an almondy taste to them. I have no idea. She didn't leave any of her recipes behind, um, but they were amazing. I I I doubt she made them with brown butter. Like this is the specific thing that. Let me just say, brown butter is freaking amazing. Yeah, I doubt oh she God. did that, but they. But that's sort of what it reminded me of: is little pound cakes. Mm-hmm. But but the, like then like and I I just because I mean I. I enjoy many, many cakes. Um, the The pound cakes are typically a little bit more dense. Um, they're still moist on the inside, but they're a little bit more dense. Um, it's not like an angel food cake. Like I, that's what I think of when I think of oh, the really? sponges, the okay. sponges, which are like a, an I angel food consistently dense. I, I don't know. It, well, that, it was hard to tell by looking at them, but they said a crisp, Egg, eggshell exterior with a moist interior. Mm-hmm. 
so they they just look like little cakes to me mm-hmm. but again it's you know it's on camera and i know they get close up but it's still kind of hard to really kind of appreciate you know you can't feel it you can't right. like take your knife into it like they can mm-hmm. um, but that's how they're supposed to, yeah, to the, be like what i think of as the eggshell exterior is almost like a uh macaron uh where it's, mm-hmm. it's got like yes. where you're like yes. you can you can hold it but if you squeeze too hard, you're gonna you're gonna crack it and and squish it. Yes. And I didn't get that from these. I from no, they I, just I looked either. cakey. They looked yeah. cakey, uh, which yeah. is good. I mean, it's fine yeah. with me. Like, I'm not gonna complain yeah. about cakey. Um, but uh, yeah, and like it none of to be what they were looking for. Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe my mm-hmm. my eggshell exterior is a little bit different than their expected eggshell exterior. Um, but uh, the. Yeah. The, the then there was another one. Oh, so an an amuse bouche is what like I would compare this to. And I get patisserie is basically just sweet amuse bouches, right? So amuse bouches are like appetizers, single bite, uh, and and they're typically a little bit more savory. And these are, I guess, patisserie is the amuse bouche of of, uh, of 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 sweets. Um, and uh, so yeah, I I mean I totally dug it. Um, I will say that, sorry, I have to access my notes. I mean, I've said it before, but the tiramisu flavor that Maddie had, had brought, I was, I was like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I'll, I'll take the shit out of that. Um, (laughs) but Josh's and the fact that it was like baked, like the, the raspberry was like baked through, I think it was raspberry was baked through the, the actual cakes themselves or the the sponges themselves i was like "Mm, that also looks very very good hazelnut chocolate and orange right up my alley that sounds really good that yeah that that one i mean all of them look like they i thought they all did a really good job and even though you know maddie's was a little bit overbaked and uh you know they suffered from the, the the size like the too much cake um uh, I, I think that I think that it, so Tasha's was like she suffered in the the, the signature right. Um, she had the the hazelnut and coffee. All of them. Mm-hmm. She had the raspberry and pistachio sponges with the raspberry Swiss meringue buttercream, and then hazelnut and coffee as well. They liked her the flavors. Chocolate coffee ganache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her flavors. Yeah, she had trouble with the one buttercream. Oh yeah, the, cur- the raspberry Her one. Raspberry yeah. mm-hmm. buttercream, yeah. She said it was curdled. Well, I just she yeah, she said that, and then Paul was Paul said something, and he didn't say it was off, but he said some he used one some was slightly phrasing. overbaked and um, Her pistachio. I think yeah, yeah. And 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 they overall they probably didn't look as neat, right. I personally thought Josh's looked the best. Like they looked Josh the neatest. Has excelled, yeah, aesthetically, beautifully. I mean, yeah. like just his mm-hmm. all, everything he has produced in the last. Uh, sorry, every every non technical that he's produced in the last six weeks has been flawless. Even it's his been technical exactly, today looked beautiful. Oh, right? No, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. It's shocking that this was only the second time that he got Star Baker. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think he's been pretty consistent mm-hmm. for a lot of weeks, um, and has 
really put out some really beautiful, even if it, even if it was flavors that I, you know, wouldn't love so much, just the presentation mm-hmm. and how beautiful something is. I think he's, he's been pretty consistent. I, most Was it botanical week that he had all like the, the sunflower and the, either the tree or like it was, I remember going, God damn, dude, that's a work of art. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean that you made out of bread or dough or whatever. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like you are a fucking artist. <laughs> what about you, Wendy? Did you have some favorites from the signature? I th- I thought it was really cool that Dan, despite having some challenges, he is sticking to his Asian flavors. He his was tonka bean, pink peppercorn, matcha, and pistachio. And Paul, you could see, Paul was like, why are you doing this, dude? And yep. and then he loved it. And I really think that's great. I think I think we just said last week, you and I, Rima, that when Dan has a tough week, he kind of pulls back and shows a lot of restraint. And I think that's mm-hmm. what he was doing this episode. And he usually does better when he has a little restraint. But overall, I I thought it was really nice. It was so nice to see him get a handshake. Um, His stuff looked great. He's he's been good Mm -hmm. since the beginning. I feel like Mm -hmm. in the first two weeks, we were like, "Hey, like this is a guy to watch for." Mm -hmm. Like technically, he's 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 good, and he and can't remember who it was um, that had the. she was very unapologetic. I can't remember what her name was, but um, she was just like she, Dana. She, Dan, Dan and Dana had like the way out there flavors, and they were willing to take mm-hmm. risks. And you know, mm-hmm. Dana eventually it kind of fell in on her, but but Dan absolutely, uh, absolutely has has come through on mm-hmm. some things where Paul was like, "Why?" But right. why? Why why would you even say the word curry in this thing, this right. sweet thing that we're talking about? Um, I think Josh really sticks with classic looks, classic flavors, and I think that has really served him well throughout this competition. I agree. Yeah, it's like everything they say about Dan. Just do fewer things. Why yeah. take the risk or whatever? Josh right. is like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna I'm listen to what they're talking about as far as Dan goes. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I'm gonna have time to do it. it. Mm-hmm. Twice Starbaker and has been in line for Starbaker, I think, five times. Like he's been up yeah. in the top two that they're talking about. Yeah. And like when I I could not it's not even fault. It was just like talking about the week. I was just like I mean, Starbaker's Josh. Like there wasn't even mm-hmm. any competition. Like it yeah. was, it was who excelled the most, yeah. and it was Josh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. These these were I thought interesting um, little desserts, and I thought they were all they all looked really good. You know, uh, and as far as the flavors, I would definitely try them all. I was intrigued by Dan's. Usually, his flavors are a little bit. I'm like, I don't know. I would try it for sure, but I'm not sure they're up my alley. But, you know, I feel like, you know, if if you know your flavors, you can yeah. you know how to put things together that are, that are going to complement each other. It's like when he was talking about the matcha, he's like, 
I'm only putting in like a teaspoon, you know, to Paul. And he's like, well, then why are you even adding it? Why are you even bothering? And he's like, well, it just, you know, gives that nice little, you know, it helps the flavor of the pistachio. It just gives it that little hint of something, you know, to the pistachio. And I'm like, you know, I never, I wouldn't have, I don't know that, you know. And so I would, you know, I'm not a huge matcha fan, but, you know, I would certainly try that and I'm intrigued Mm -hmm. by it. So especially after Paul's reaction to it, I want some. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I just, I love that Dan was like, well, you know, probably would have been helpful to know that he didn't like matcha before this, but we're in now. Right. And he's like, you know, he's determined to like win him over with, you know, with something uh-huh. a little different with his flavors. And he did. And I thought it was great. And I'm glad that Paul was big enough to like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's so impressive when, uh, Somebody basically just says, well, I understand that you don't like that. F you. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and anyway. by God, I'm going to impress the hell out of you. And, and I just like, I, I absolutely love it. And the, the, uh, the, the matcha specifically, I think that, uh, the matcha because of the kind of the bitter ish taste I can see where he would think that it would almost like boost the, the, again, the, the undertone of pistachio. Uh, I don't know anything about baking or anything about what mm-hmm. we'll do to flavors, but I can see the idea of, and just and the, because my ex-wife was a, a photographer, I can like, when you have a bright contrast to a dark contrast, if you have something in the middle that is that kind of like lets you, it doesn't make the difference as stark. It kind of mutes the difference. I can see how it would possibly conceptually <laughs> do, do that as a, Hey, this is a, this is a dark tone or a dark flavor. And I'm going to uh, just pipe it down just a little bit and, and, and like the pistachios are dark. And so I would pop it up and just, yeah. Anyway, I, I know that yeah, that was me babbling a bunch of shit, but, uh, I, I was actually really, really impressed. Um, and I think that those flavors, especially, I don't know what Tonka bean is. I'm assuming something like villa, vanilla bean. Uh, I don't know. No idea. Um, but I was just, yeah, no I was like the contrast of vanilla bean to the matcha because the, the very vanilla E flavor uh, which would be like a, a very sweet and then something that was not quite as sweet that would kind of offset it a little bit. Like that's, I think that's, oh man, now I'm hungry again. Damn it. <laughs> I, I know. I know. And I shouldn't be. Uh, I've stuffed myself before recording in, in pre- preparation, knowing that we're going to talk about <laughs> all this great food. Uh, I One of my favorite moments that came from the signature was Dan had finished uh, his, and uh, I, I think that was it this one that he that he helped. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, was, let me backtrack. It was it was where he had given some words of encouragement to uh, Tasha. You can tell they've really gotten close, and they're a real support yeah. for each other. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It was I, and that's what makes you know. And I've said it time and time again. What I think for me what really a part of what makes the show really great anyway is how 
the bakers, you know, always lift each other up. And if one of them is feeling kind of down or has like a low moment, there's another one there to kind of lift them up. And I, I when Tasha was so upset about her uh, raspberry uh, Swiss meringue buttercream, uh, she said it was curdled. She's like, oh, it's curdled. It's, you know, my Swiss meringue buttercream's curdled. And Dan walks over and he goes, that's okay. My moose is lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of gives her a little hug and like, it's okay. You know, and I just, I was like, oh, Dan, that was just, you know, he's like, hey, if, if you get knocked for that, I'm probably going to get knocked for that. So it'll put us all, you know, kind of on even ground there a little bit and just trying to make her feel better. Um, They're so supportive of each Tasha. other. It's really nice to see. Oh, I know. I love the respect they all have for each other and encouragement and, you know, how they try to help each other. And yeah, it was really great. All right. Uh, let's go into the technical challenge, which I'm not going to go out on a limb and pronounce that. It's basically an apple tart. Yes. Tarts of palm. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Thank you, yeah. Wendy. I'll let you ha handle that one. Uh, but Prue kept calling it an apple tart, so I feel okay yeah. in saying that. Um, so she said it was her favorite dessert. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, they wanted this. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Uh, they wanted it to be made with a short, buttery pastry with a frangipan and apple puree, filling with apple slices delicately arranged, which... Wow, that one that they showed when they always show that example for the technical because you know they're sitting there describing it and telling the bakers what they or Noel or Allison are you know telling them what they have to do and I'm just like I don't have a clue I can't wait to see mm -hmm. what the heck this thing's supposed to look like because it normally does not look like whatever I've made up in my head as they're talking about it uh, so this was just absolutely gorgeous uh, but there were there were some struggles what did you guys think about the technical. I, I really think Tosh was really just getting in her head. And yeah. she um, she seems like she is constantly thinking of the next thing instead of what's in front of her. Like, um, she's constantly putting so much pressure on herself, like, well, I didn't do so good in the signature, so now I really got to bring it here. And and um, she just gets in her head, and we've seen her kind of do this before. And I think it grows exponentially so that by the time she gets to the showstopper, she's um, really anxious. And um, it was hard watching her struggle today. And she's done so it well, was. and she has so much to be proud of. Hundred percent. I she really struggled in this in the technical. I I think that the hardest part here is, and I get it. It's technical. It's the blind bake your pastry, but very specifically, I think that what she had the the biggest issue with was the fact that she she didn't have a soggy bottom. She had like a soggy top half. Um, <laughs> and it was, mm -hmm. and it apples was, weren't sliced thin yeah, enough, and she just I mean, was not hitting it. Um, uh, and it, uh, it does seem like it was a hard challenge. It had three different bakes. Yeah, I like that was yeah. uh, that was it was like, how the ever living fuck are you going to expect someone to to make this unless they've made it before, and and, and, yet, and build it up to beautiful. And and again, Josh <laughs> yeah. was stunning. Uh, I keep using the same goddamn word excuse me, stunning because it, 
it's just like, are you, are you fucking serious, man? Did your nan also like leave, leave you a, a list of what literally every bake was supposed to look like after you got <laughs> done when, when she passed? You know, the, the technicals, some, this is where definitely maybe some previous either skills or something that the, the bakers can draw from. You know, uh, like, okay, I've not made one of these specific, mm-hmm. like, challenges or bakes, but I've made something or similar. Or I know this kind of dough. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. And and this one, I think, really kind of, sh- and I think Tasha, I, I so agree with what you said, Wendy. I really think Tasha got in her own head because she's done better at some technical challenges before. Mm-hmm. Not always, but before. And I really think this week she just, she did get in her own head and, like, it was it was so hard to watch because she was beating herself up so much. And I just kept just like, just give her a hug and say, please stop saying these things about yourself. You know, you are so talented. And the fact that you got this far, you know, uh, you're just you're just having an off week. It's a, you're all like it's mental for you right now. It is not, you know, this does not speak to your skill or talent right. as a baker, you know. Uh, so it was, it was so hard to, to see that. I, I think she could have probably done a lot better but i think the difference with this 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 was an achievable it was hard and definitely not hard or i'm not saying that it wasn't hard um but i think the difference with this technical that i've seen in some others where everybody failed i mean how many we had a couple of technicals it's like where everyone <laughs> there was one that was really bad yeah two or three weeks yeah. ago it was yeah. basically just like oh we're throwing the technical out because yeah, it was, that was so crazy it's so bad so this was definitely one where it really challenged them kind of you know, like, okay, let's see either what you've learned or draw on skills you already have, um, you know, and, and, and things like that. And because two out of the four did really, really yeah. well. Josh and Maddie's um, looked really good. Their apples were sliced thin. It looked Maddie's was probably didn't have as much color, but both of them really looked very close to Prue's, which is amazing to me to be able to bake something yes. that you've not seen. And I thought that was pretty amazing looking. Yeah. The, the, the fact that Great. both of them very specifically was like, I don't know what this is supposed to look like, but their artistic nature and their capability, like Maddie's looked like a fucking rose. Mm-hmm. What the, what mm-hmm. the fuck is happening right now? How do you, how did he get, that uh, look, i mean look like like, like it, josh's looked like prues but but mm-hmm. maddie's was like holy shit dude like you like i will eat the hell out of my words that you know you you were gonna go away because like you you absolutely came through in the clutch man like good on you do i think you're gonna win over dan or josh no but uh like i give b- b- amazing uh, you never know though it, it's it's uh, it's yeah, anybody having a great week or a bad week. You you're, just, you're absolutely only right. Three people. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but the, the, like I I know I said it a number of weeks that it was like, hey, I think is he's not going to be able to. Make it. I, let me just I just wanted to to call out that I believe that this is the youngest average age in a mm-hmm. semifinal that we've had. Um, like. I think that I, I think that Dan's the oh, only one the over three of them between, yeah. between the four of them. Like, I think that Dan's the only yeah. one over 30 and I could be wrong, but I feel like the, the Dan's the only one over 30 and he's 
maybe in his forties. I mean, like this is, this is absolutely the youngest average, uh, age of, of a, a, a semifinal that we've had in, you know, a number of years, if ever. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, th- I feel like Josh and Tasha were in their twenties, probably Maddie too. So like, I mean, I guess that's what I just said. Amazing talent. Uh, uh, phenomenal. Absolutely amazing that, uh, that, that, that these, these young bakers are really picking up as much as they are and then putting it, I was going to say on the page, but like on the plate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Technical was, that was a hard one to watch with Tasha struggling so much, but was really proud of Josh again, because he's, he's definitely earned, you know, his spot. Uh, but Maddie, I was really proud of Maddie. He's, really i i think shown so much growth out of the remaining bakers that we've had so far because i really did not think he would get as far as what he did i think i think he's super talented but just when you were looking at everyone else as a whole and week by week by week uh but he he just continued to learn he was taking in what Paul and Prue were telling him. Um, and he's, he's really grown. So really, really proud of how far he's come. I think that technical uh, I, I, probably saved him too. Yeah, I agree. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I was going to say, I don't think that a technical has had as much of an impact as it yep. did this week in, yep. in the I, entire season. I not, think like, it was so close between the two of them that, had it been reversed that might have made the difference right absolutely all right well let's move on to the final bake of the semifinals the showstopper the millie foyer uh Four hours, wow. as usual. They usually get that for uh, a showstopper, sometimes four and a half, uh, to create highly decorated millefoyer, a layered pastry with buttery, flaky layers. Oh, just layer me in those buttery, mm-hmm. flaky layers. I mean, oh, <laughs> did the pastry look amazing or what? Um, who 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 wants to talk first about the? Hey, showstopper? Rima, how, Rima, how about you go first yeah. because. Oh, okay. You, you keep deferring <laughs> to us, and uh, I want to hear what you got to say. Oh, gosh. Well, what do I have to say? Um, well, let's start with like just like a few favorites. So I think Dan's, it, I think just for the way it looked, I love that he was inspired by an electric guitar. Uh, I loved his story about how he bought tickets for this show because he didn't think he was going to still be in the competition. Wow. (laughs) And so he missed that show. And I was like, oh, man, I just I was like, come on, Dan, have some have some faith in yourself. But I thought that was a really sweet story. So I loved his idea of the electric guitar. I thought it was beautiful. I thought the shape of it was spot on. I loved the blue. Uh, mirrored glaze he had on there. I know that they said, oh, it looks a little rubbery, but it was a very thin, thin kind of, you know, it wasn't a thick layer of it or anything. So I was like, ah, I think that's fine. It probably still tasted amazing and I wouldn't let that 
get in the way of it. So I, I think, at least aesthetically, it was beautiful, but it was also tiramisu inspired. It had layers of coffee, chocolate, and amaretto mousse. That sounds amazing. That yep. checks a lot of boxes yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> I think it was the most ambitious of the four of the showstoppers. Yeah, I would agree with that. Just, I think for the, the shape alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, going, going to Josh's, going back to classic presentation, classic, hey, this is what it is supposed to look like. This is what it's supposed to taste like. This is what it's supposed to, like, had the mouth feel or texture. This is what it's supposed to be. And mm-hmm. he, he, I, I'm not going to say he dumbed it down because it wasn't a matter of dumbing it down. It was a matter of executing the stereotype perfectly. And yep. it was like, I was just like, that belongs in a French pastry or patisserie window. Like that, that was mm-hmm. the, 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 like the, the powdered sugar. Of yeah. A, of a famous bakery's window. Yeah. I mean, it was so like, beautiful and it perfect. It was beautiful. I mean, and the, the mm-hmm. fact that he had the ideas to, to, or had the idea to like, to, to cut down the, or to, to, to chop the sides to show the layering of the pastry. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God. Like, I was just like, like, that's flat out presentation. Like, he, he understands. Mm-hmm. what the hell is going on and that's one of the reasons that i'm kind of like ooh, he's going to be a tough one to beat mm-hmm. you know next week i yeah. agree yeah and his flavors also I mean, yeah it was absolutely perfect he you you've got like josh who sticks with the the classic and just makes them absolutely perfect and excels at those and then you've got dan who can also execute something and make it beautiful but also but he's the one that kind of pushes the flavors something you wouldn't typically see or have had before um but they both excel uh in in their own ways and josh is just it looked beautiful but i thought his flavors too i thought oh my goodness i'd love a big big bite of that it was lemon black blackberry and black currant it looked amazing um oh it was it was beautiful and so smart to use a little bit of that gelatin to help firm up his he, his mousse. he said 15 sheets of gelatin and i was just like oh my god like <laughs> it sounded like a lot <laughs> like, but it's okay because i'm making a big batch i'm like i've heard stuff like that before and it has not come out well um, well and i think they said it had to be the perfect amount because mm-hmm. it wasn't rubbery so it wasn't too much but it wasn't not enough so that his his cakes compressed so he just got it spot on. He just was on this week, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was. Really. Um, the, uh, so Tasha's, I feel like she suffered. Like, I want to try whatever the inverse pastry is, or the inverse yeah. lamination or whatever. I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what the hell are you talking about putting the butter on the outside? What? What? And then she's like, and Noel's like, oh, you know, maybe magic happens in the oven. It's a box of heat. Who, you know, uh, God knows what happens in there. <laughs> yeah. and, and then she's like, I see layers. Oh my God, I see layers. And she, I was like, I, like yeah, I, I was, I, I want to try the pace. I want to try one versus the other, right? I want to try the perfectly executed uh, laminated pastry versus the inverse 
and I want to taste the difference. So I very much envied Paul and Prue in that situation. I mean, it was, they loved her pastry, but what she had to do to get there seemed like maybe it was a mistake. I will say like watching her was really hard. She was obviously really (laughs) struggling. Um, But she powered on because I think there were a couple times where she really was feeling like I'm not going to get anything on the plate this week. And uh, she felt like she was pretty close to giving up. Um, But she powered Mm -hmm. on. And I'll tell you, like what she produced was really nice looking. And obviously they really liked the pastry and for the struggle that she had, I thought she pulled it out and did really well. Now, obviously it wasn't enough, but that was because the other three bakers are incredible and she was just having an off week. She suffered with, uh, you know, timing Mm -hmm. being an issue, which she struggled a little bit with other weeks too. Mm -hmm. And it was, you're right, this was so hard to, I mean, the entire episode was hard to watch, but seeing how, you know, her her showstopper fell just a little bit short, she got last in the technical, and I'm like, oh, we're going to see her come through. Like, after all this, she's going to, she's mm-hmm. going to just pull it out of her hat, she's going to get out of her head, and she's going to just kill this showstopper. And to see her just constantly have the little struggles and the little setbacks, you know, when she's looking at her pastry in the oven and the others are like putting them together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no. I was like, no, no, that pastry still has to cool. You can't put, you know, those, you know, delicate mousses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but you can't put the delicate mousse the on a hot pastry. Yeah. Uh, mi- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like you can't put that on a warm yeah. pastry. It's just going to melt all over, you know? So I'm like, oh, it's got to cool. And it's unfortunate because I think, I think that's what because it has to be perfect. Right. I mean, not only is it patisserie week where everything has to be just absolutely meticulous and absolute perfection, uh, and then also tastes great, has to check all the boxes. Because she ran out of time, she couldn't shape her pastry. Right. Like it, however, it came out of the oven, that's how it came yeah, out. So it you wasn't could tell it wasn't rectangled. what she envisioned. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it just fell a little short. They said her uh, mango uh, mousse or curd was uh, grainy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was just because she was oh, rushed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like she just was running out of time and, just so heartbroken for her. It it hurt my heart, uh, honestly. To, to and it was her birthday. <laughs> Terrible her birthday. Oh my gosh! I know. Just, but I but cried she did for really her. Well. I did. I mean, you know, she should be so proud I, of herself. She absolutely should. I mean, holy cow, to get to the semifinals, mm-hmm. you know, on this show. And I mean, when you look at that the caliber of all the bakers that she has went head to head with each week and gotten this far, she absolutely has nothing to hang her head about. And I hope that she gains the confidence. You know, I know she talked about that a lot, like, oh, I've got more confidence, you know, with this one or, you know, I, I hope that she's gained that confidence. Me too. And she is proud of herself because she has done amazing. She has put together some beautiful bakes 
and 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 mastered some amazing skills. And for someone her age, like you were saying, Greg, I mean, there's so many young bakers left here in the in the semifinals. I mean, think of what she could do in another another year, mm-hmm. two years. You know, I mean, she's she's already amazing. She's going to be absolutely phenomenal if she keeps up with it. Without question. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, I'll talk about the, 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 the downfall, um, not Tasha, but, um, so Maddie and his, I don't, and Paul's, I don't like your pastry. I was just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. cool. That is, those are hard words oh, to hear uh, in patisserie week. <laughs> <In> patisserie week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Ouch. And and like it's and like he the way he he said it at the end he was like you know once once you say it out loud you're like oh yeah no shit like that's why this happened but I was just like I like and and they were actually pretty soft on him I thought for for the visual for because I thought it was absolutely you got some leakage and some tippage and, and when I, I think that it was an ambitious, uh, like it was the, the three tiered, um, uh, and I didn't, didn't really quite understand because that was the right. Am I right? Am I thinking of something else? But it was like the three tiers, but it was almost like, mm-hmm. almost like a, a presentation. It was like, this one's on the bottom. This was, you know, a little bit up and then. It, yeah. And it, it, it okay. was like That's, supposed to be his- like a cake. Yeah, like an Italian yeah. But it, but it, wedding cake almost. But it was, yeah, but it, it was pretty rustic looking. I thought. Yeah, but I, but I did think it was beautiful. Oh, absolutely, like yeah. with with the the fresh fruit on the sides mm-hmm. and 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 um, but I I thought they were a little soft on him, um, with the 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 presentation because it was leaning. It was it, there were were parts of it that were not as even, and I was just like. Yeah, his layers I, weren't even, and I, he. Yeah, they were. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah, a little lopsided, or one side yeah. was like more squished than the other, and I was like, "Oh no!" I thought, yeah, I agree. I thought they were going to go and, harder. And, and in comparison to like Josh and Dan, who were like basically straight as an arrow down. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Josh was you know, basically just perfect, um, but uh, the like Dan's. Dan's guitars, like the, the the all the way down, it was even, and and then you could see. I didn't really understand what was going on, and then when Paul explained it, it made more sense uh, regarding Maddie's um, using the, the the cake tin to remove the the, yeah. the pastry. Yeah, um, and it's kind of a rookie mistake, but he's a rookie. Yeah, right. he's, he's a kid. He's, he's he's just out of university, right? When he's when he's seasoned, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and you know he'll never do that again, <laughs> right? He's exactly. gonna and he's, he's gonna file he's that like, away. It's just and... common sense, if you know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, 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 mm-hmm. I mean the the fact that he is moving on, mm-hmm. and he ta- is able to take that and go never make that mistake again. Like that is amazing. Like because normally. I, I say normally a lot of the time when you make a mistake like that, it's the difference. It's mm-hmm. be, you went home because you did this particular thing. And he has you know, gotten a bit of grace from that because his flavors were amazing right. because and, and his, 
And that's what I think because they were really on the fence and they were going back in with a spoon <laughs> to yeah. taste yeah. to taste Maddie's and Round two. and Tasha's cakes. And so I think that's probably what it came down to is that Maddie's flavors were better. And that's what they ended up going with. I I, I just have to say he I was super impressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, uh, I don't want to say I've talked down about him, but, uh, you know, he, he proved me wrong and he's <laughs> in the goddamn final and fucking good yeah. for him. Um, yeah, he's, he's come a long way. Yeah. We're really, re- and, and he teases about himself too. He's like, I can't believe I've, you know, made it this far and it's, it's, it's been fun to kind of root for him as like an underdog because mm-hmm. I feel like he's, you know, he did seem in the very beginning. I mean, when you go back and watch weeks one and right. two, you know, he really kind of struggled a bit. And when you saw him struggle, like with caramel and things like that, and you're just like, oh, poor Maddie, you know, he's just, he's trying so hard and he's good at so many things, but you could see where he would kind of fall short a little about other things. And you're just like, oh, Maddie, you're going to have to really, you know, pull it out this this time, you know, in order to keep moving on. And he has, he has learned and he has, you know, said, hey, I know where I fail and this is where I'm going to make up for it and here's where i'm good at and this is what i'm going to focus on because i'm good at it and and he's learned and he's here he is he's going to the finals i i have to I, like i absolutely have to give him all the props in the world uh like he he is it, it you know maybe this is just my own prejudices but he is the classic frat boy you know like <laughs> and, I mean, again just from appearances i have zero concept of what he actually does in his life but uh, I mean, I that was absolutely my impression, and I figured he'd be gone by week five. And I was say, I don't know a lot of frat boys that baked cakes. <laughs> I don't know about you, Rima. You're not you're not wrong, um, but I like I thought he was going to be gone by week five. I thought he was going to be part of that middling group, and he has absolutely come through in the clutch and done enough to to impress not 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 only survive but impress, and that is that good for him. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it is that he does in the final. I think it's been amazing to see him grow and change and to see his abilities get better. And that just goes to show you that like, he's really good. If he can adapt that quickly, Mm -hmm. he's really good. And he's, um, you know, I want to see him in 20 years, what he's making. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think it also has something to do with, you know, I feel like in this, I feel like it's true, like not just for baking, but in sports as well, or any type of competition. When you are surrounded by someone who's really good and excels in that sport or that field or this art, like baking, it it kind of makes you rise up a little. Like if you're if you're the rookie, if you're the one who has more learning to do, but you're surrounded by these amazing bakers, it helps you rise. And I think that's what's really helped Maddie is to be surrounded by this amazing talent. I mean, he's amazingly talented too, but like, you know, it's helped him week by week to kind of watch everyone and go, look what they're doing with their pastry or look what they're doing with this 
you know, particular thing here. And he kind of learns from that or he learns from the feedback that he gets from Paul and Prue. Um, so I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. If you're surrounded by really um, exceptional talent like that, it really helps make you better at, at that as well. So I, I really think that's probably been part of it too. I'm, I'm really proud of him. I mean, they're all fantastic, but I think he's definitely grown the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, I was, I think, I think uh, like week two or three, I mentioned Tasha and her like kind of uh, burning out, like flaring mm-hmm. up. And you know, I don't, what, what did I, what did I say? It was, uh, what is it? A flash in the pan. And uh, I mean, she absolutely either proved me wrong or whatever. Cause she continued to, you know, her, her, her consistency um, was, was so phenomenal um and uh, and maddie i think just like you said he's he has taken in a lot of this now i don't I, I don't know that i necessarily agree with you in that he's taking these things and learning them to week to week and adapting i think he is taking that input or has taken that input and like like okay you know what maybe back off a little bit on this or you know make very very slight adjustments but like he he knows his shit like this there's there's nothing in here that he's like oh um, i'm i'm clueless on whatever this is um Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just like the i'm gonna go back to the the age of the uh, of of these finalists or these semi-finalists is just so amazing that they are that they're here absolutely well, so for this week, uh, Josh was Star Baker. He's now leveled up and and has made Star Baker twice, uh, along with the other uh, remaining bakers. And unfortunately, Tasha had to leave, and that was hard. I mean, I feel like it was fair, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that she was the one that had to go home. But it, it broke my heart. I definitely cried for her. I've been rooting for her, like for so so long. And that was hard, but she took it with such grace and, you know, I think just took the experience in and, and was still, I think, grateful. So she, she really had this gratitude and grace uh, with, with having to leave and definitely going to miss her uh, being in the finals. I, I think, I think she could have done some amazing things uh, in the final, but still absolutely amazing that she made it this far. So real bittersweet. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, she. I mean, her. What what she was talking about as far as it being a lifelong family and you know, or lifetime friends or or, or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely like. I I had tears in my eyes as I was listening to her talk the the last you know the last little bit and um, it was you know like you said it was it was a very very difficult thing to hear. Um. But I will say that one of the complaints that I had two or three or four weeks ago, um, as far as them, uh, Paul and Prue kind of taking it easier on like Christy and, and, and Tasha, like they tore her apart on the technical that now they didn't, they didn't know whose was what, but they 
I think they're ripped. always kind of mean on the technical. <laughs> <laughs> they are a little mean. But, like, well, was, this is just a disaster. Yeah, I was Why? just like, I was like, or this is just ooh, terrible. That's that's that that was like that was the harshest I've ever seen her judged on the show. And I was, or Maybe her, it's her because judge. it's anonymous for a yeah, minute. Yeah, because it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that I think that was I think that's the. It's almost like an excuse to say, "Yeah, well, this is just not good." And uh, I mean, and and I feel like again, if they had had more than two hours, she could have made sure that her apples were evenly sliced. And because like, I, even as a rookie, you know, person just staring at a bake, I was like, I'm just saying Josh did it. Greg. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm just saying like me personally, I was just like, I was oh even my like, God. We Oh, these are do uneven. one of these. And just do it like in an hour, pick something. Oh, thanks. I would just, I just fall on the ground crying. There's just no way. I don't know how they do it because I'd probably just start to fall apart. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't we take will, it seriously, we, so I wouldn't. Can, I wouldn't fall apart. I, but no, I'd laugh. Next Z head, next Z head thing. We can do a technical, and we can have three different places, and the three of us yeah. can be like, "Hey." Okay, well, you've never ever heard of this before, but uh, produce X, and then we can all come to one house well, and be like, to, I mean, something. They they do give them the ingredients for the most. Well, part. no, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that, like, like, yeah. we we all get the same stuff, and and I'm like, how do you turn this oven on? Like, right, uh, you know, poking at poking at buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Like, two hours is so, so short. So this is yeah. fucking two hours it for is. that goddamn apple tart. Fuck that. And and three bakes. Yeah. Three. And bakes the first one had to be twenty five minutes. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. immediately, a quarter of your time is gone. Just, Are you serious? Yep. Nuts. Well, and for the showstopper, you know, four hours sounds like a long time, but when you're talking about all the the intricacies of the pastry and how everything just has to be perfect. Like you need to take your time on some things so you can be more precise. Josh said, you know, I would normally take a couple of days to make my pastry this way, this beautiful laminated puff pastry. And he has to do it in four hours. The fact (laughs) that he produced it, it was like Mm -hmm. that, that just is a testament to his ability and his skill. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the finals and what the challenges are going to be and and also to get to see everyone come back. That's one of my favorite parts of the finals Absolutely. is when all the bakers get to come back and be there and yeah. and they're not kidding about the lifelong friends. If you've seen any of the previous yeah. seasons and then you watch them, you know, later on on their social media, the bakers from past seasons still get together, you know, they still meet up and, it, you it know, have really get togethers. Nice. Yeah. It does. It reminds me a little bit of, of the Zeds Aww. a little bit, you know, how it, it does. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, we've, you know, you know, out of this, you know, thing, this one common thing that brought us all together, yeah. you know, we've all become these, you know, right. 
I anyway consider all y'all to be my lifelong friends. Right, and friends, if the thing you know, so. that brought us together no longer existed, we'd still all be friends and see each other. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And it just warms my heart yeah. anytime you know folks are you know able to get together. You see some who live a little bit closer together than others, and yeah, oh, look who I ran into today, mm-hmm. and you know that's what it, that's what you know, when I'm watching this show, that's what it reminds me of and just warms the heart and makes me happy. So it'll be great to see all the bakers come back. It'll be great to see the family members of the finalists get to see them, you know, uh, see what they've been up to all these weeks and what's been, you know, taking them away and how proud they are of them. You know, it just, I, I just always cry during the finals. So I think that'll be great. I do too. Um, I thought it was really sweet that Maddie said he's never really been able to think of himself as a good baker before. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's so like um he's just so you know built up from all of this. It's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. L- like you said, like to see him in 10 years. Uh, mm. uh assuming that this does something for his career and where mm-hmm. he wants to go from here if that's what he wants i mean yeah if that's what, he wants. that's what yeah. he wants yeah um like to, to, to see what he'll be able to produce in mm-hmm. a number of years will be uh, uh, amazing i agree i agree what about i know we've talked a, a lot about the episode but were there any other standout moments that y'all wanted to talk about or that stood out for you i thought I think you were talking about the showstopper, Rima, where um, Dan was helping Tasha, like, finish her top off at the last minute. And it was just mm-hmm. so nice to see, like, Dan was really invested in helping. It's so not like American cooking shows where they're trying to sabotage each other. And I, I yeah. did think that the, the, the commentary between Noel and Maddie was funny. Although, looking back, I was like... <laughs> Oh, turn off, you know, turn off uh, or Tasha's fridge and oven because she really pays attention. I was like, oh, boy. uh, (laughs) I know. um, But uh, but the um, the the I'm just going to bring up the fact that that Allison wasn't there and that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, Allison was missing. And what did what Noel say? She's feeling poorly. Yeah. I was just like, this is another one of those Britishisms. Oh, she's, yeah. no, she's just unlucky. <laughs> and, just- and I think that's the thing is like, it's very, it must have a very strict um, scheduling. Mm-hmm. I think it's like on the weekends, right? I, think I, it's I like feel like it is. The two days we see yeah. in the tent is Saturday and Sunday, and then the bakers go back to their home. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. So then it probably isn't like they could have just pushed it back a week or something, you know, because right. they probably have very strict scheduling. So Allison must have been sick. Maybe, she, you know, COVID is <laughs> <come, laughs> coming back. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Never know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely missed Allison this week. Um, yeah. She and she and Noel very specifically play off each other very well. And I, I, I agree. I missed her presence significantly. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't as much going on. Yeah. Well, going into finals, uh, any predictions? I'm going to say Josh and um, and uh, my dad. That's what my dad thought, too. I watch this with my dad every week. 
Oh, that nice. was his his independent. He did that b- before he found out what mine was. So, <laughs> so nice. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to bet against the field, um, but I, I I feel like Josh is is the one to beat. Uh, I yeah. think that if I, again, I don't want to bet. I don't want to say like he, I don't want to disparage anybody, but I, I feel like it's Josh and Dan. And if Maddie produces something phenomenal, great. Like, you know, good on him because. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking there's forward to same. it. Honestly, there's none of them. Like, I, I like all of them. And so I, any of them winning would make me happy. I would be thrilled if either uh, or any, any of the three mm-hmm. won. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they're all phenomenal bakers for sure. So, so I don't know how significant the impact is. Um, I mean, obviously like for American TV shows like Hell's Kitchen or, you know, Top Chef or whatever, there's actually like a cash prize. Um, yeah. But, but even like the runners up, um, they, they end up kind of increasing their brand. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I can't, I can't imagine that, these these the four that were there today won't have yeah at least two of the four won't have a uh some sort of either a youtube show or i think the the difference is that these are true amateurs right whereas in Mm -hmm. the u.s most of everybody we see is not certainly on top chef those are usually yeah already chefs that are that are big that's their huge career whereas these guys are all amateurs, so it would be a drastic change. I wonder if any of the few the previous winners have gone on to well get even into I, the field or write a I, cookbook i I feel like there mm-hmm. i've i've seen Some i've seen have. I've seen several that were runners up or like you know in the 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 top in the semifinal that have mm-hmm. either published books or um or are uh, not VJs, but like you know, hosting baking shows or or whatever. So I think cooking channels. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen come out of that. Mm-hmm. I think we've had a few with some cookbooks. Uh, I'd have to go back and look them up because honestly, they're it, it's escaping me, and I mm-hmm. I don't tend to follow them too much after the show's over. Right. And I mean, there's a few I follow on social media and see them pop up and I do follow uh, the great British bake off uh, Instagram and Twitter. So sometimes they'll kind of repost uh, some of, some of them. So that's usually how I see them, but I know I've seen some come up before. I'll have to go back and look at like, you know, who's done what after and if most are still kind of keeping their, same jobs and they're still just doing the cooking on the side that that'll be fun i think to dig into and kind of dig into that uh for the finals oh yeah for sure Hmm. exciting yeah um josh said he's really chuffed (laughs) (laughs) i know we've heard that and i still can't remember what the heck it It means means excited Okay, thanks. <laughs> I felt like because I'm I th- like I think, I think it, it probably means sounds excited. negative, chuffed. I think that I think yeah, no, it, you it, like with, I hear that and I yeah. think chafed, yeah, and I that's guess not that's a good fun thing. Ch- chafed so, is not the same just, thing. <laughs> <that's> not- <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna start uh, talking saying that. I'm feeling chuffed. I, I I think I think the U the U is what does it. 
it's it's that that vowel just makes people go. Eh. It's like a negative connotation yeah. to it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense that yeah, because he was like smiling and happy when he said it. So I'm like, oh, it feels like something positive, but I still couldn't remember the exact. <laughs> yeah, I need like a little Britishism, like little dictionary, yes. like off to the side here, so I can be like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. what that is think after this many seasons i'd finally be picking up on all of that but uh i have not Meh. Not, not not necessary <laughs> oh any other notes or any other comments about the semifinals i think i've talked about everything yeah i just i'm i'm, I'm good and i it was bittersweet um at, at the end there um, because you know, like I, I, if any of them had gone home, not, not if like had any, any of them had gone home, I would have been upset. Uh, Tasha was, I think, mm-hmm. especially hard, um, just because I, I you know, her, the, 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 the deafness and the, uh, like the, the fact that she has overcome so much is, mm-hmm. was wildly impressive. And we haven't really mentioned it outside of like the first couple of weeks, but, um, that's, I mean, that, that that is a huge thing, and uh, the the fact that she made it this far is, and she showed what she could do, and it just mm-hmm. just so impressive. Absolutely, she is impressive, and I really hope she took away. You know, I know it's been some time. I don't know how long it's been since they've filmed all of this, but I really hope she was able to to keep a positive uh outlook on that experience and not let it put a dent in her confidence um at all i know she struggled a little bit with that in that episode so i hope she remembers how amazing you know she really is and how talented and carries on so amazing yeah all right so who wants to take the feedback this week I've only got one. I'll, I'll do it. All right. Go for it. All right. So from Jason Kabasi. Oh, so bummed about Tasha, but she was the right choice to go home. This is for me. I, I agree. Uh, I, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh, I think maybe the pressure got to her and she choked a little bit. Uh, she handled it with grace as we'd expect, and, but I'm glad she made, made it as far as she did. I underestimated Maddie again for me. Me too. Uh, he's super talented. All three that remaining are, uh, are, I have no idea who's going to win. Yeah. Well, well done, Jason. You summed up our, uh, our entire podcast in about 30 <laughs> seconds. So. <Yep. laughs> Said it very well. Thank you for that. Uh, Jason will be joining us next week nice. Nice. for the finals. So, uh, that'll be awesome. Bringing back for that one. Uh, so I did manage to get put up that post in time. I will have another one up for the finals <laughs> for anyone that's listening. And if you would like to give us your thoughts uh, on the finals or any of the episodes or as the season as a whole uh, for for this collection, we would love to hear from you. So be sure to, to leave that for us. Uh, but as we have talked about next week, we are going to be covering episode 10 from collection 11, the final. The final. That's nothing more needs to be said. <laughs> the final. <laughs> no, that's 
that is that is all she wrote right there. Um, I, yeah. I I do want to just say like a funny story. Uh, I was at Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, but uh, I uh, I was sitting watching football, and somebody started talking about Bake Off, and I was like, "Oh, Bake Off? Like, yeah. Oh, I podcast on that. You what? You like watch the show and then talk about it? I'm like, yep." That's pretty much what we do. Yep, that's what and we it's, do. It's it's amazing. <laughs> and they're like, oh well, share that with me. I'm like, okay, here you go. I was like, this is it is such a positive show and just such a positive experience every week. And uh, I mean, not just for the show itself, but to hang out with you guys. And I mean, I absolutely. I will just say that I am thankful that we have that I have been able to be a part of this uh, for for the past nine i guess seven weeks um and uh i, I really appreciate you guys oh thanks greg same it is a, a that yeah it's been fun i always enjoy uh podcasting on this i've had the same reactions from like you you're, you're watching that show and podcast like <laughs> it makes sense i guess for other shows but not not for this one i've had the same reaction <laughs> right once people i think start to listen then they they're like yeah that makes sense that was that was really great yeah. so I, I i love that story that you told i'm glad to hear we've i think maybe gained a new listener so hello out there <laughs> happy you're here i'm thankful for you guys too i wasn't sure we were going to be able to do this um this year with the timing and everything and if there was going to be interest and you know everybody's got so much going on so i'm thankful for y'all for showing interest in doing this with me uh each each week it's it's been a joy and yeah you know always a positive experience it's really been fun and i i thank everybody for coming on and doing it because um i really want to talk about the show you know so this is the best mm -hmm. of both worlds well i'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there hey Allie. hey michael uh we've talked about thanksgiving <laughs> a couple days ago um and uh now you're on a podcast so fantastic <laughs> we're happy you're here <laughs> all right so if you would like to reach out to us and leave some feedback or just check out any of our other shows um you can reach us at podcastica.com uh, right now um Pake and I on Strange Indeed we're also covering the fall of the house of usher that's wrapping up its last few episodes wow. I can't believe we're there already it's absolutely amazing so if you're into that uh, please check that out. We'd love to, you know, hear from you and gain more listeners for that. Um, but also be sure to check out a lot of our amazing shows on uh, Podcastica right now. There, there's a lot going on uh, as usual. We're a busy network. <laughs> and there's not. A, <laughs> there's always something going on, and a lot of shows. Um, let's see what what do we have going on right now? I mean, there's Watch, the, there's I'm the enjoying that. Yeah, the rewatch of The Walking Dead. They, mm -hmm. I think they're, yep. they're getting ready to wrap up season one, or they just did, I think. Um, I don't think they've did the last episode. Did they the last episode? Okay. I'm behind. Maybe, maybe I saw a feedback post and, yeah. uh, and was thinking about it. Um, and then the Buffy, Buffyverse, they're doing basically every mm -hmm. episode oh, of, of, uh, of season two, which I never yep. watched, but I mean, like, still, I know people love it. Uh, the season one of Squid Game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. In, in preparation yeah. for mm -hmm. season two, that'll be coming. I'm not sure. I have the date on that, but I know it'll be coming up. And I know that the uh, reality 
challenge yep. game show, what have you, has has come out. So kind of going off of that a little bit, they're covering that right now. Um, Squid Game, so be sure to check that out as well. And then uh, Ted Lasso, uh, they are almost at the end of season much. one. Really? Um, and uh, it, again, just such a pleasure to watch that. Uh, I, I keep forgetting to leave feedback because I'm, actually I think I might have missed the dead deadline today. <laughs> because I keep missing the deadline. Yeah, I don't even know I'm, what damn day it is. So let alone uh, the ability to, to to add feedback. But I know I suck. I literally <laughs> watch Ted Lasso every freaking night. Uh, whenever I go to bed, but can't manage to leave the feedback. So yeah, Ben and Kristen are doing doing that. Absolutely fabulous. Ben and Mark have started their coverage. It's a Podcastica and Wilhelm collaboration for Monarch Legacy of Monsters that is out on Apple TV. So be sure to check them out as well. Godzilla. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I I want to check that out. I just uh, this is Kurt Russell, right? That's he's in the he's in that one. Yes. Yeah, I was I saw a picture. I was like, oh, I need to check that out. On your marks, get set, bake. bake.